We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Little Laura Kelly theme song. I just want to crank this up sometimes. You know, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Joining us now to bring us our weekly legislative update from Topeka is Senate Majority Leader Larry Alley from Winfield. Senator, thank you for joining us this evening. Well, thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's snowing up here in, in Topeka, but uh, that won't stop us from getting our work done tomorrow. Good. Well, you know, that's right, because, you know, you make the big bucks up there. I know what you make. It ain't, it ain't big bucks. Is it still, it's still like nine bucks an hour. It's, you guys are... It, yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, that's not the reason we're all up here. You know that, John. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, you pay... It better not be, because if it is, you, you, we're not getting our money's worth. <laughs> Larry, let me uh let's start with this. Let let's talk tax cuts, you know, cuz Laura Kelly keeps talking about I just saw another Facebook ad that her campaign is is paying for, you know, touting the ax the tax and uh here and yet if you look at the at the real numbers here, uh state general fund spend uh, ending balance in 2022 was 2.89 billion. The estimated ending balance for 2023 is $3.75 billion. Those sound like big numbers, but revenues over expenditures for 2023 are estimated to be roughly $883 million. So there's limited opportunity to really cut taxes without you know, experiencing future budgetary challenges. She's naive if she thinks she can cut taxes and increase spending and do all this stuff it just makes this whole thing so obvious it's a campaign pledge uh, i believe you're right john what uh, we're looking at here is uh, let's don't spend something today that's recurring let's don't put uh, put out a tax that we can't afford or you know tax cut today that we can't afford in two or three years that's one of the issues that we have yes we have uh, budget surplus today, 
but it's because of gov- uh, the federal government right. sending all that money down for COVID. No, you're absolutely right, and and all it's going to take is another you know economic downturn or another issue with the aircraft industry or a president who badmouths you know some small aviation or something, and we could be right back in the situation where we were last time. And I think you guys are smart not to go all in on some of her spending ideas. On top of that, the state just committed to a large tax break to a $4 billion mystery business that may ultimately end up costing taxpayers. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't know. Now, all that being said, are we going to see any kind of tax relief, do you think? I believe we will see some tax relief. Uh, in fact, we had four bills that went across the floor uh, on Thursday. We've got another one that will be probably coming across tomorrow. But I think the law, the larger tax bills, if you know, you notice uh, one of the things that she wants to do would be uh, axe the tax, remove the tax on food. Uh, that, that, depending upon your definition of food and depending on what that means, that could be anywhere from uh, $400 million on up to about $750 million. And so uh, I don't believe that that's, that's something that we need to look at as far as a, a complete re- removal of all food sales tax. But I think we can do a, a small reduction in food sales tax while we do this, some of these other, other uh, tax cuts. And I think that I, that makes sense just because you cut, I, I've seen that same figure, anywhere from 400 to 700 out, that creates a hole. you got to figure you either have to cut spending someplace, which, you know, she's not going to go for, or at some point that hole could become a problem. Um, another issue that I see uh, both chambers are wrestling with this session is the Parents' Bill of Rights. It's, you know, a, a, a scaled-down version of, of school choice, I saw your liberal colleague, Senator Cindy Holscher, an Overland Park Democrat, for our listeners who may not know, held at an event recently where she and members of the education establishment said that the legislature should trust the teachers, not the parents. I mean, it's, it's about as asinine a thing to say, and yet that's really their attitude on this, is that the teachers know best and parents shouldn't have a say. I think that's right. This whole thing is is about transparency, John. Uh, uh, let's make sure the parents know what we're being, what the children are being taught in school. Let's make sure what they're reading in the library. Uh, the concern that that uh, I think a lot of people are is, hey, that's our job. You, you shouldn't you shouldn't have the right to know that. And yeah. that's what it's really all about. It seems like that. Without I mean, well, some actually are explicitly saying that, but many aren't. They're trying to couch it in other language but really that is what many of them are saying is that well you know just you're too dumb to know let trust us we know what's best right and and i think that uh, you've seen a couple bills that were uh, suggested and out and as you know john uh anybody can put anything in a bill but it takes a lot of effort to get it to committee <laughs> on the floor debated at both both houses to get it done and some of those things that were uh, out there a little ways uh, didn't make it through the uh, through the House committees, but I think we've got a bill that we're looking at, and it'll probably come out uh, sometime this week out of the committee uh, on a parents' bill of rights. Good. Well, I, that was one of the questions that I was going to ask. We're talking with Senate Majority Leader Larry Alley. Uh, another bill in the Senate that has the left all in a tizzy is the Fairness in Women's Sports Act, which, again, essentially... For, for my listeners who may not know, essentially says biological males 
shouldn't be playing girls sports because it puts the girls at a competitive disadvantage. But boy, the uh, the left is frantic about this one, aren't they? You know, John. One of the one of the arguments that I just read this evening was that uh, let's not talk about uh, biological males playing. Let's talk about tall girls playing against short girls. That's <laughs> that's an advantage for the tall girls. I think if that's the only argument they have, they've got a they've got a pretty weak argument in that regard. But uh, it is it is a disadvantage for uh, the women that are playing against men. The uh, the difference in in men and women. Uh, if if you didn't uh, if you haven't listened to uh, the description that we had on the Senate floor, uh, we gave about a thirty minute description of the differences between male and women from their muscle mass, their bones to all this is is different. And uh, to someone that doesn't want to recognize that, I think. Uh, we're not being truthful. Well, and this is from the same side that has been telling us to trust the science for the last two years. So I, I believe you're right. Right. It's you know that that's <laughs> why their argument doesn't hold a whole lot of water. Um, you've also guys have been wrestling with a couple of constitutional amendments. I know Ty Masterson just uh, I think he introduced. I don't know what the status is. The amendment on changing the way Supreme Court justices are elected. My last year in the legislature. Uh, rather, my first year in the legislature, they tried that, and of course, the moderate Republicans wouldn't get behind it. Where do we stand on that, John? I think that's probably going to be uh, coming out within, if it's not this week, early next week, out of committee. And uh, I think it's got a good chance. And the reason I believe it's got a good chance of passing the Senate is because of the action we took last week when we confirmed three members of the Board of Regents. It wasn't a, a, a partisan issue. It was a bipartisan uh, decision to confirm those two. Uh, and uh, we had some disagreements on the floor. So we had a good debate. We had uh, a lot of investigation. And we can do the very same thing with our Supreme Court justices. Remember, if, if uh, it just remains the way it is, the Senate gets no no say. Right. Or, well, the confirmation. No elected officials get a say in it. That's the thing and uh, that has always bothered me with our current system is the, if you look at the it's it's all done through the bar association, the membership of the bar, and when I was on the House Judiciary Committee at that time, they estimated that well, the numbers were pretty bad. There were only about 2500 lawyers who actually bothered to vote. So you're literally having Supreme Court justices that are really 2,500 lawyers are picking three names and the governor picks one of the three names. So 2,500 lawyers pick your justices. There's no representation for the public there. There's no accountability through our elected leaders. And I think that was one of the things that really got me is you're installing someone in a, essentially a lifetime job and there's no accountability to the people. I think you're right. That's one of the things that I was so happy with 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 the the uh, Senate uh, Education Committee because they did their due diligence. They looked into this. They they dug a little deeper than just the questionnaire that the governor sends out to for these people. And we found some instances that uh, things that uh, were questionable. We asked them about it, and uh, ultimately they were confirmed, but not without uh, being contested. So I think we need to do the same thing with our Supreme Court. Uh, nominees and uh, let's let's make sure they're vetted properly. 
Well, and you know, here's the other thing: we're you, all you guys are doing. You're not changing the law. You're putting it on the ballot to let Kansans, if they want to, make that change. And if uh, you know, if if the opposition is so strong about it, then make your case to the public, and that will fail on the ballot. And I think that's one of the, you know, they, they said the same thing about the value of them both. Oh, we don't want to vote for this. Well, you're just denying people the right to vote. If you can make the case, then they'll vote no. Uh, it's just the people who are so in- interested in making sure people vote sure like to suppress the vote. I, I think you're correct, John. And, and the, uh, this, is, this is a big issue, really, when you consider uh, the nominees that uh, they come about, we don't get it when when you don't get a say by your elected officials, and it's all done by by uh, the uh, legal crew uh, that's around now. I believe that we'd better off ha- we'd be better off having a uh, research by the Senate and in a vote by the Senate, and have them nominate them. Well, it's good enough for the federal model. Why not at least correct. incorporate it here? And besides, let's not forget. The Kansas Supreme Court is the most overturned court in the country, and there's a reason for that. Uh, Larry, is there anything coming up here in the next week or two that you know folks should be keeping an eye out, that we should be watching, any committees that you know that are going to be active that we should watch the live stream of? Well, John, as you know, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of work on the floor. Uh, we've got the budget coming up. I think we only have like a, another week, and then we'll be on the floor all, all week, the following week, uh, all day. Uh, the budget is being uh, debated right now. We're meeting on daily on, on that. And uh, the main thing that we're looking at here, John, is what to do with this budget surplus. Uh, you think, well, that's not a problem, but it is a it is an, a, 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 a something we need to concentrate on. What if we were to not worry about spending it and put it against our debt and pay down our debt? Like, for instance, capers. If we were to take a billion dollars of that, of that uh, three $3 billion that we have available and put that down on our debt, we would bring up uh, CAPERS to about 83% funded. And then that means that uh, we would save the payments that were going to CAPERS plus the interest on that. That would save us about $100 million a year, not for one year, 10 years, but for, for the life of the loan. So that things like paying down the CAPERS debt, uh, paying off our bills like that with this one-time money. Let's don't uh, let's don't take this one-time money and put it out to things that, that uh, are recurring. That's where we get in trouble. But yep. if we do it responsibly, pay down our debt, reduce our expenses, when we have the downturn, we'll be paying for it. Also, the other thing is we need to put money in a rainy day fund, and I think that'll be debated uh, in the. Uh, budget process. Right now, that budget is supposed to be heard on the 15th. Well, Larry, you and Ty are doing a great job. We appreciate you guys. Uh, if folks are interested, if they want to stay in touch with you, they can find you. Your website is com. It's A-L-L-E-Y. They can find you there, reach out to you there. Same for Facebook, right? It's Allie for Kansas. Yes, that's right. Larry, I appreciate you, brother. I'm glad you're, uh, you know, try and stay warm up there and have a have a good week and make sure you carry on the fight, my friend. Will do. Thank you very much for having us on today. Thanks, brother. We'll take a quick break and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.